So good morning. This is Blonde Haired Girl. This weekend I took my son to a college. He had a soccer game on Sunday and so Saturday we went and toured uh, a college close, a university close to where he um, where he was going to be having his soccer tournament. We stayed at my daughter's house and cooked and laughed and then we shopped and we had like the best time and the time is ticking and my son will be off to college he will be off to college I can't even say what it feels like to be on a college a university campus for me I absolutely love it I love it. Like it just feels like information everywhere and knowledge and I just adore every second of it. I was uh thoroughly enjoying just walking around. <laughs> I actually went to school for like 3 semesters at this this university and I was telling my children I played the violin and the orchestra in that particular auditorium and uh, you know I was probably at this point about 19 years old maybe I think I was about 19 and I was playing in the in the in the orchestra and I there were there had been this uh, contest this music contest and this young man had won this contest and we played we accompanied him in Rachmaninoff and it was when I utterly fell in love with Rachmaninoff <laughs> I just was like I was so taken back by the how absolutely beautiful this music was I just I was just enthralled but um Anyway, and I got to thinking about how how the way things are set up, it's just kind of ridiculous that we would expect a 17-year-old to declare a major. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, and then I was telling talking to my daughter about that and she was saying, "Well, they do that because they like to retain their their students, you know, for 4 years and they like for their their the students to actually graduate and I guess the thought is if they don't declare a major they won't graduate I don't know but uh, my son has actually changed his uh, his mind three times since he applied <laughs> and I'm cracking up they haven't been radical changes but he's uh, interested in energy he's a, a chemist he's uh, an engineer and so I'm ecstatically proud of him and uh and I, you know, I had some time with him that I don't normally have, like in the car, driving there, driving home, driving from place to place, and just asking him questions, you know, about, you know, why, why this school and, you know, and just, just asking him a ton of questions and, and actually sort of getting to know him a little better. Um, those of you who have teenagers, they are, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. They're separating from their parents and they are really, really with their peers. And so, um, anyway, so I'm, I'm 
But I'm enjoying having these last few, like, and then going to the soccer game and watching him play. And oh my God, did he play well? Except I have to tell you, it was super interesting. He's um, he's like on the field, and all of a sudden he asks coach to get off. He runs off the field. He runs straight to a garbage can, takes the lid off, and barfs. My son is known for barfing at games. <laughs> And especially this one, because it was so hot out. It was just unbearably hot that he was playing in this really hot heat. And it was, it was just a crazy day. But anyway, I, as I'm at the game, I'm, I'm listening to one of my podcasts, um, my podcast beginning times, and I, and I listened to it and I just saw it as kind of an epic fail. I, I deviated, I ran on and all these different tangents and I did not get my point across. Um, so it is it is the 5th of October of 2020 and we are still somewhat in this uh, seeming pandemic, what's been said to be a pandemic. Um, right now, supposedly, the president has uh, has COVID. Um, honestly, a lot of really mean things have been said. Uh, and I, I don't want any ill on him. I don't want anything bad to happen to him or his family. Um, and so I'm, I'm staying out of it. I, I think that this is a really great opportunity for, for the people to see that um, somebody, he's like the perfect test uh, subject for this in the sense that he, um, he's like an age bracket and, you know, all these factors about him, you know, would indicate that he would be susceptible to, to this illness. And, um, we're going to see how he bounces back, which is super exciting for me personally. Um, that I'm, I'm just not sure what this is. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what this virus is. I don't know that it is this deadly, this deadly thing that I'm, needs to be feared as much as it has been put out there. I, I, so I'm just going to leave that at that, but I'm listening to my, to my podcast on the beginning times and seeing what an epic fail it was <laughs> and wanting to start over. Can I do a replay? I've got to do a redo on this one. So, so I, I, in the summer of 2018, I, I had these events take place. Hopefully someday people will be interested. Uh, I recently, my mother read the book and I asked her about it and she just said that she cried through the whole book that, uh, because she knows me so well, she said it was just fraught with pain. She said just pain from beginning to end. <laughs> I was just like, I didn't see it that way. And I don't think that most people are actually reading the book would see it that way. But uh, it was indeed a very, very painful time for me personally. Um, in this sense, like, you know, I had studied enlightenment, I had, um, and I, I thought, you know, and this is another thing about it that I, I sort of want to do this. Uh, um, I know that something changed in me and my brain and my perception in, in that was a profound change in my own life. Um, some people call it an awakening. I don't know. They have all these terms for it that 
you know, so I already know what has happened. Does it matter if other people know what has happened? No. Um, and, and, but I will tell you, I really thought that it was sort of like what the Buddha said, and it would end all suffering and that you would never have a care again in the world, you know? <laughs> and that has not been my experience. I'm sort of going, well, maybe I, you know, maybe there are levels of, of enlightenment, or maybe I haven't reached enlightenment or whatever, you know? But I can tell you that I, I continued to, to live like, and I'm not really sure about this idea of dimensions. Like I, I think at the time I may have been sifting through dimensions, timelines, like it was really crazy. If you are interested, you can find my book actually on Barnes and Noble or um, Amazon, Blonde Haired Girl, Mystical Summer. And uh, that book is always going to be very, very special to me because it, it, it describes a transformation. It describes a lot, some, I guess I should say some of the events that took place during that time. Um, and so, but every single day is a practice of staying what I would call in alignment with the creator of everything that is source enlightenment, uh, source, God, whatever you want to call it. I call it God and I'm okay with that. Um, and so when I'm in alignment and when I'm in trust, I'm, I'm in a pretty good place. Um, there are times where I get over, over, over like whelmed with the love of God. And that is a place that I, I can stay in for periods of time, but I cannot stay in it for long periods of time because it is so completely overwhelming. Like I become like literally non-functional, uh, when I, when I'm in that state, um, I can't, I, there's, I can't do anything except for sit and sort of bask in this energy. And so, and so I, I go, I kind of go in and out of that. Um, but it's not like this, you know, constant state of bliss, like I, Nirvana, you know, <laughs> I've reached Nirvana anyway. So, so but what the understanding that I got was that we were moving into a time where the consciousness of the planet was, was in alignment with a different way of being, with just a different way of being, and that being based on this idea of freedom. Um, but I believe that love is like the, the foundation of it. Um, because loving ourselves, loving others, loving humanity, loving plants, loving animals, I mean, being the base of the freedom to actually do what I think we were meant to do here, which is to learn to create the most amazing lives. I think we are here to experience life here because it is an amazing place. And we are all, all parts of the source of God. Like we are parts. We are like the part. God is the whole. We are the parts. It's like God's the ocean. We are a piece of sand in the ocean. Um, and, and 
in that, I'm not entirely sure that God is not experiencing itself through us. So it's sort of like God is living through us and experiencing this life and this creation. I mean, if you look around, this is a pretty amazing place to be. It is so amazing, the diversity and the trees and the water and um, just all the things that we get to experience here, the things we get to eat and drink and, and just experience the most amazing things on this planet. And so it was my understanding that it would be this idea of heaven on earth because what I had noticed throughout my life and throughout a lot of people's lives is they feel like they have to die to be happy. They legitimately feel like they have to die to be happy. And it is my fervent belief that that is not true. Like That makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me that we would be here to come here, suffer, learn lessons, um, do out our karma, like some kind of purgatory, um, and then we will get our prize in heaven. <laughs> like, it just doesn't, like, make that, just that paradigm just does not make sense to me. And so us being able to enjoy our lives now, because we have this opportunity to be in this amazing time, this amazing space, this amazing reality and to be able to experience life here you know like like I can't even tell you how much I just enjoyed being with my children over the weekend and I was with my my daughter's boyfriend and I absolutely loved that young man so much he's like he is like my child I I love him he is so 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 dear and to just be with them and cook and laugh and um and make breakfast and take the dog for a walk and to just sit with my daughter and discuss, you know, topics. And I mean, it was just the most magical weekend. And it's like, that's it. That's it. It's, it's like in, it's in, you know, like Eckhart Tolle talks about the power of now, the power of just being in totally immersed in a moment as if there is no time and you're just just being and I was just with my children and just so enjoying everything we were doing and 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 it just like I just loved that I just loved it every minute of it and so that's what I'm talking about with beginning times I think right now it is so easy to get bogged down in what is happening around, seemingly happening around us. But if we're able to sort of just be in our own present, our own present nowness, anytime we can just come back to to the mindfulness, like that um, Thich Nhat Hanh always says. The mindfulness of the now, of the beingness and the immersion in whatever it is that we're doing, and that as being beginning times, it's beginning times. I, I really believe that the old is going out and it may be really trying to hold on <clears throat> this old paradigm 
Because what I'm seeing is a lot of people who are starting their own businesses and doing what they love to do and getting paid directly by their customer. Instead of going through a middleman and having to work for someone else, they're starting their own businesses. And it's such a beautiful thing to watch. And I believe this is the future. The future is us doing what we love to do with the people we love to do it and enjoying that and receiving a really, really great amount of money, abundance from that. There's this TikToker that I absolutely love. I just love her and she makes these, she calls them homelies and she makes these, they're, they're like these handmade, these stuffed um, creatures. She makes all kinds, like recently she made a banana and it was the cutest thing ever. Um, so it's not just animals. She makes plants. She makes like a cactus. She makes just all kinds of things. But she had done a TikTok recently where in the month of July, she had 998 orders, which made, which I did the math and that's 30 orders a day. She is hustling. She is working so hard to get these orders out. But I was thinking, what a blessing that she could actually make a living making, doing what she loves to do, which is make, you should see how enthusiastic she is. If you're interested in her, her, her name is um, Disappointing Middle Child <laughs> on TikTok. She, her name is Amber Kennedy, I believe. And I adore her. And every single day I look to see what she has posted because I just think she is just amazing. But she is an example of exactly what I'm talking about. And so there you have it. That's what I believe are beginning times. Beginning times. We are beginning a new paradigm on the planet where we can have peace. We can have world peace. We can have happy lives. We can have heaven on earth. And we can do what we love to do with the people we love to do it, live where we want to live, and just have the most amazing lives. And so there you go. There's my redo. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening. And I will be back with more topics. You know I will. And that's a wrap.